0: Hello, my food mood friends. Welcome back to Ascendant Odyssey. I'm sitting in an uncomfortable position. There's this really cool table and chairs here by the river that I come and sit, my house is like 200 feet that way. And I come here often to be with the ducks and sit with the river because I find that nature is just so incredibly healing. It's, yeah, big medicine. And I wanted to give you guys a cool scene. So I'm sitting in an awkward position because I want you guys to have the view of the river. Welcome. Here is your hostess and coach, Chandra Zoss. Helping people make food and mood changes doable without missing out. Go ahead, high five that like button, subscribe and share while you're there. And I thought it was fitting to do a video outside with one of the biggest medicines that I find is nature. Of course, food is also very important medicine. And I want to talk today actually about psychedelics and the uses and the effects of relieving suffering, unnecessary suffering, depression, anxiety, trauma, PTSD, and as well as growing our consciousness, growing our human potential making changes that we want to make and I'm gonna give a little bit of background of why I'm talking about this video now. I am publishing a multi co-author book that I am very thrilled about. It is going to be on human potential and I've got a bunch of my nearest and dearest friends and colleagues to write chapters and we're writing this beautiful book. and. I really, I'm really, really curating each chapter and having a different chapter from different modalities and offerings. They're all people who are helping people raise their human potential and grow and heal and from a bunch of different modalities. And I feel really clear that one of the things I want to include is a plant medicine chapter or maybe even two or even honestly potentially three it might turn out to. because. Psychedelics have been such a powerful tool for me personally and something that I get to witness regularly. I have joined this Sierra Psychedelics Integration Group. So every other Wednesday, because my husband and I trade off being with our daughter, every other Wednesday night I go to this group and I sit in a circle of 20 or 30 people and I get to hear about their journeys in healing and in transforming. And in growing and many of them share about their experiences with ketamine ketamine there is now legal access to ketamine treatments I went to a talk by there's a local business here called radiance and they offer ketamine journeys for the purpose of healing I went last Friday and listened to this this guy's lecture and it was very moving and in order to get medical legal ketamine treatments you have to go through different qualifiers and one of them the main one is is that you have to have tried two antidepressants and they have to have not worked and so then that's when insurance will allow people to have ketamine treatments hello my friend how are you i'm in the dead sea floating in the water go ahead and like and share and follow so we can keep in touch and there's a massive success rate in relieving depression I actually found out afterwards, not from his presentation from one of my friends who works there, that actually they're having a massive success review people actually getting off of their antidepressants after decades of being on antidepressants and really feeling like they have their life back, that they can function. Yeah, ketamine is just such a powerful tool that's being brought into the space of legal options for people to try. I have actually had a ketamine journey myself and it was Quite profound and one of the things that I was really curious about ketamine is m- my personal experiences are with ayahuasca and iboga which were both out of the country in places where they're legal and I went and had a legal experience but it meant that I traveled out of the country I bought a plane ticket and it was a week you know away from my life which is not really accessible to a lot of people whereas ketamine is like an hour-long maybe you could say two hour long experience and I was very surprised to feel like I had like a 12-hour journey in an hour, like where I went (laughs) Uh, in my consciousness was quite impressive, amazing, surprising. Um, it It was really impressive. And so I'm constantly in this phase of gathering resources for my clients because I know that for me doing the work living actually I'll tell this story to explain this so I went down to Costa Rica to do iboga and was at like a point where I felt like I was about to break my father had died and um I had a very serious relationship who I thought you know we were going to get married and all the things was ending and I felt like I was in this place of really feeling like I was going to break and a friend had told me a story about his dad um had been an asshole his whole life, and suddenly his dad was very different, and the, his son kept asking, Dad, what happened, what changed, why are you different? And after six months, his father finally answered him and said, I went to do, I went to this Ibogaine clinic and had this experience, and it seriously turned, changed his personality. Ibogaine is used a lot for getting people off of opiates. It's a really powerful, they've, they've made a pharmaceutical version of Iboga called Ibogaine, which people can go get treatments to get off of opiates but iboga is also offers a lot more the way that I like to describe it is it's a it's a really clear mirror where you get to see what you're doing how it's affecting the world and then how that's sort or of, how it's affecting you and so it's just this really powerful door into habit change and for me I had a lot of emotional explosive and reactivity and my iboga journey really shifted my relationship with my emotions and i would say it really helped me show up more grounded and more responsive as opposed to a reactive now i ended up working for the woman julie this really beautiful woman who was running these iboga retreats she stopped running them and i worked with her for quite a while helping patients come to do iboga and get off of opiates specifically was a lot of the work that we were doing but there was other people who were coming just for consciousness and spiritual reasons and their own healing without opiates and she told me she said you know you're not really the normal story not everyone has transformative experiences like you and it opened up this conversation for us to really try to figure out well what were the different components and where we kind of came to was that i was in a place of a lot of deep study i was living at retreat centers i was living at eslam institute i was living at body mind restoration retreats studying under a zen monk and i was really doing a lot of interpersonal work a lot of self-reflection a lot of learning a lot of journaling a lot of workshops a lot of a lot of like self-work and one of my experiences that i multiple experiences i had both on ayahuasca and iboga was that it was like these things that I was learning intellectually and in my mind dropped into my cellular knowing and being. It went from just being in my mind and just being in my intellect to p- more of who I was. And so I actually have built my program, my six-month food and move program, With the vision that I want to bring in plant medicine as a part of my program, and whether that's just that I'm an integration person that helps people before and after, like look at the things that they want to work on, study, practice, and then use the plant medicine, whatever you know, I think that for everyone, there's different medicines are useful and have access to, and legal, and all of those pieces, but that medicine journey can really exponentiate and and drop what people are learning and working on into their cellular being. My, my feet are falling asleep. The, into their cellular knowing and being. And so now this book is coming in and I know that part of human potential is bringing in and plant medicine. And I feel one of my cousins is actually working on creating a pharmaceutical of psilocybin to treat anxiety and depression. And for me, it's just so, I I have mixed feelings about a pharmaceutical of psilocybin and there is validity, there is mainstream acceptance and acknowledgement of how psilocybin is really helping people with anxiety and depression. So we have ketamine that's helping people with depression and PTSD and trauma, we have psilocybin we have you know ibogaine that's helping people get off of opiates i mean ayahuasca which there's a lot of research on helping like veterans with their ptsd and yeah i mean this is this there is a powerful movement that is really important and these tools are really important for our human healing of you know the traumas that happen in our life and the separations from ourself that happen and that we can really come back to ourself and really use these plant medicines to heal and to come to come back to ourself to come back to our feelings to make our feelings less scary and something that we can be in relationship with it's it's really really powerful really really important and i actually have a um a meeting this afternoon with a doctor who of neurology who is actually speaking publicly on bringing psilocybin mdma and ibogaine into the into the field of research here in nevada Um, and it was he shared me he shared a recording with me of him in court presenting last week and Yeah, psychedelics, you know, my brother, I I was a part of the whole dare movement. My brother was actually one of the speakers um, in high school of, you know, drug awareness resistance. What was the E for? Um, But I think there's a really great turning of realizing that these molecules, these medicines are actually really necessary for, really getting to the root cause of a lot of our unnecessary suffering. And so, yeah, I just, I felt really compelled to talk about psychedelics and they're really up in my world right now. And they're something that, you know, is slowly coming into mainstream. And it's a really powerful tool to relieve a lot of pain and trauma and suffering. And I've already said that a few times um is there anything else so yeah i mean i i actually was just talking to um the ketamine doctor here who owns this business and he was saying that one of the things that he really notices is that after treatments and after people are feeling a lot better they're not you know in bed depressed that they are then starting to have this energy and desire to learn meditation and to take care of themselves and to start changing their food habits and so I'm really honored that he's going to let me be one of the integration resources for people who are like okay now I've got some energy now I want to live and now how do I take care of myself and feel better and so um, I'm really excited to work with him and his clients who have already taken a massive first step and and then yes when we eat food that nourishes our body and our brain then we just continues that snowball of feeling better and the other thing that i find is that oftentimes plant medicine can be really useful in becoming more sensitive to how foods make us feel it can be a added motivation and resource for feeling like oh wow like i actually really taste those chemicals or i really feel that like drop in my vibration And I really notice how I want more vegetables and I want more good fats and good proteins because I feel the difference in my body. I'm more connected to my body. I'm more connected to my energy. I'm more connected to my energy state, my emotional state. And I'm not needing, you know, then the other piece is like, okay, well, why why are we eating junk foods and comfort foods? You know, one where our brains are hijacked on processed chemicals that are made to be addictive. But the other reason, the other really big reason is that we're don't know how to deal with our stress or uncomfortable emotions and our culture teaches us we'll just eat um, or shop or scroll and they don't they're not real solutions they're temporary band-aids that actually make us feel more off so yes so if you're already have a relationship with plant medicine and you're wanting also to make some food changes come hang out with me this is like totally my jam my world I don't I, I do not plan on actually offering plant medicine myself, but I am collecting a series of resources for my clients to be able to integrate plant medicine into their work with me because I see them going very, very, very hand in hand. So on that note, I'm gonna sign off. I got a book today, but I really wanted to get this video out and, and open the conversation on psychedelics if you want I have a couple long articles where I share my iboga and my ayahuasca experience. If you would like to go look at those, I will put a link in my blog post where this video is. And you can check out those articles where I talk a lot more about my experiences. But they were really helpful for me in conjunction with already doing a lot of work. One-offs aren't, you know, they're they're not magic pills. Like, we still have to do the work before and after to actually make the changes. Okay.